0: Hello and welcome to the Cut of Steel, Episode Four. I'm your host, Cameron Shustar, and with me is James Seelig. Hello, Brandon Bloxdorf. Greetings, Brandon Moncada. Hi, and Danny Benson. Why am I last? <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. Last? You're lucky you're on the, show. the <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I almost spit my water out on that one. <laughs>
1: Why am I the bottom of the totem pole? You're because my you're on
0: the right side of the screen for me. <laughs> oh, you're, you're
1: Comrade's bottom, okay?
0: Fine. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, next Dan- time I'll do uh, I'll do manga style and read right to left <laughs> if that works better. <laughs> but all right, guys, this is The Cut of Steel. This is our DCEU uh, movie podcast where each episode we'll delve into a specific uh, DCEU movie. And this week, we are talking about Wonder, Wonder Woman. Man. Yes. Starring Gal Gadot yeah. and pretty much the earliest of the movies taking place during World War One in 1917. Yeah. But guys, Crazy. It's uh, it's an episode where, you know, last week we had Suicide Squad. We all agreed to uh, despise a lot of, yeah, exactly, Tandy. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> uh, this week, better. I think. We're all in the same boat again, but just for the opposite reasons, where Suicide Squad was just a lot of loathing. This, we actually had a lot of praise and enjoyment of this film. So like the previous one, it might not as be as long as the first two episodes because we will get our points through, but not necessarily have too much to necessarily change.
2: Yeah, last week we were just joking around saying like, oh, the Suicide Squad is going to be 15 minutes because we're just going to bash on it. There's nothing good to say. But this one's gonna be fifteen minutes because uh there's nothing really bad to say. I have like two comments maybe. Um and you know, we were watching we did the commentary for Apollo City Comics, that'll be out in a couple months. Um but it's we were watching the movie and it's one of those things that their scenes were all quiet because we're just like, damn, this is this is good. Like this just flowed so well, like the structure was great, the it was two and a half hours, did not feel like two and a half hours. Um Man of Steel felt like four hours. BVS felt like a day Suicide Squad felt like a week and then this was like oh damn it's done the, the part that dragged the most was the ending the last 20-30 minutes you know um, but I feel like that was more executive uh, Warner Brothers <laughs> fault than um, Patty Jenkins or anyone else's
0: yeah and Danny yeah, this think... was your first time watching this completely right
3: yes this is the first good DCEU movie I've ever seen Then why didn't you Uh,
2: watch it before? Like I don't get (laughs) it.
0: It was
3: just because I was so disheartened by the time this movie came out with everything, and I was just like, "I'm sure it's great," but I just I don't have the energy to sit down and watch the whole thing. And uh, I've watched a few clips. I've seen bits and pieces here and there, and I finally sat down and watched the whole thing. And I have to say, it was very, very good i think it's one of the better superhero movies
2: you know like this one it's weird some after bvs i feel like i was really getting on the like verge of superhero burnout so i saw this one once in theaters just like i saw justice league once just like i saw aquaman once i haven't seen them again since but i haven't like had a need to see them again like it's it's a movie that you could watch a couple times but not something you could watch repeatedly You know what I mean it's a great movie I think it's wonderful it does great stuff for the character and I think that's why it's a great movie is because we don't get superhero movies that are really good just on the character Um, especially from DC and Warner Brothers as of recent but this one was phenomenal I have have like really no hard criticism I, I don't in no way am saying it's bad in any sort I just didn't have any like desire to watch it Again, but this was good timing. I mean, I saw, what, 2017, I believe it came out. Yeah. And here it is, what, four or five years later. And it's like, okay, cool. This still holds up. I I could still enjoy it and then watch scenes. And I'm like, oh, it's coming back to me and I'm remembering better parts or maybe small stuff I may have not noticed. But it's such a clear message and a clear movie. You don't really need to dig too deep to, like, figure out what's trying to be said.
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah, also
2: think
4: oh, sorry, James you got. It. One of the things you pointed out last night while we were watching the movie was that unlike pretty much all the other DC movies, this movie has a you know, a thread you can follow through mm-hmm. the entire thing. Like yeah. each scene leads into the other and even like the one flashback scene with you know, Steve Trevor explains how he got to Themyscira. Yeah. So it's important and it progresses the story. So Yeah, it just it feels like a good movie as opposed to Suicide Squad where we we were remembering it out of order because (laughs) none of the scene order even matters. Uh, And like, you know, Man of Steel, it had a bunch of weird editing issues and like the flashbacks didn't really matter for the most part or help. And, you know, same with Batman v Superman. Like Mm -hmm. it feels like two movies that they were just cutting back and forth between. But this one was just one Good, uh, yeah a lot maybe a bit more than it's like five <laughs> movies <laughs> but yeah this one is just like hey i can follow it the whole way through and it doesn't feel like it drags except for the last half hour uh because you're just following a story from yeah. point a to point b it works, and it works really well and you know i, I can't even give the ending eh, it's not the best it's it, it's
2: clunkier than the rest of the film like events needed to happen in that ending and i realized that as they happen steve trevor the plane crash you know you had to have some sort of final face off it's a superhero movie they're gonna do that you know like there was like key things and then like the wrap up of everything but like it felt so much clunkier than everything else and I think that's why we didn't enjoy it but if they would have smoothed that out a bit more I think it could have all worked in a better progression maybe the transitions or um, how they like dip things in and out that ending could have been way better but even then it was like I, I, after watching it I was like I see why it was there they just couldn't figure out how to iron it out just right as like the rest of the film
0: definitely and this movie what it does is actually it, it kind of addresses the problems I had with pretty much all the previous movies where what was the one thing that all of them were missing easily the color and oh, this one yeah. really brings yes. out the color especially in the mascara it's oh. beautiful absolutely wonderful sceneries and, and the ocean
2: they, on that scene gorgeous. oh yeah like, yeah
0: it's just amazing and the parts that are dark are meant to be dark and there's just so much more contrast in it that things become more vibrant to the point where there's a very iconic scene where you know a diana is going through and leaves the trenches and makes the first like strike on the german forces mm-hmm. and there you know it's very dreary it's like war torn everything's very dark and gray and she stands out as this very primary color with, like, the red, the blue, the gold, and just goes out there. And it works so well in just kind of creating, like, making an icon as well as just, like, representation there. It just works yeah,
2: it Yeah, it does so much for her. And it just, it, you could tell why they're transfixed on her when she emerges. You know, it's a woman in these bright primary colors out of smoke and dirt and war. And they're all shooting towards her. And you know one thing we all kind of questioned for a moment is just like oh they don't see any of these other guys coming out of the trench like getting ready to shoot them it's like no like that's how mesmerizing she is and all of us like kind of got chills watching it again you know that's a great thing to do when you're at home and you know it's going to happen you've seen the movie and then you're just like damn this is like I feel the power in this scene and they they were able to bring it so well
3: i also yeah. brought up the point that these guys probably haven't seen a woman in like over a year so if you see a woman <laughs> nah, like that walking true. towards you you're probably going to be fixated on her
0: <laughs> she's coming right for us <laughs> <laughs> also, which gun do i grab um, the soldiers
3: are like, probably almost oh, no. like she could kill me anytime if this is the way i'm gonna die then yeah, i didn't really Friends it die. Time I watched the movie
4: uh, <laughs> but uh i, will I noticed say that this... they like oh. Uh, real quick all, all like the bullets that were flying all around her and that they weren't necessarily hitting her i did notice were kicking up like maybe enough debris that it was hiding most of the soldiers running at him so yeah
2: because they're all like in brown dirty outfits and whatnot yeah you know what I mean? so yeah.
4: that i actually find it interesting that i enjoyed this movie more the second time watching it because i was able to just like notice a few details that mm-hmm. i missed like oh shit she did kind of like uh distract everyone on the german side yeah and that's why like they literally didn't see any of the other guys
3: coming because they were just watching her.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sorry,
3: Danny. Something oh. I did want to say too is that, you know, this will kind of lead into something I wanted to say later on, but I never once looked at her in this movie and thought, damn, she's hot. Damn, she's good looking. Look at her in that suit or anything. She is, and I think that has a lot to do with the directing, the writing, and just Gail Godot in general. When I saw her on screen... I was in it. I wanted her to, you know, see her succeed and everything. She was that strong of a character, and you know, she had that presence, that aura to her that of just power. And it was that, really, really you cool. like immediately respect her, right?
2: Like exactly, she fills yeah. The you don't shoes s- so well, yeah. Like literally, she had nothing to prove the moment she went on screen. That's the cool part, you know. Exactly, that we all comes. It's gonna lead into it. That's oh, gonna lead no, to no, a rant I have later.
3: No, oh, I know. that's <laughs> gonna lead to a
2: rant later. We were, all, I think, the only thing we complained about her was the whole like the way they brought forward the you know the conflict of it's Aries, it's Aries. It must mm. she, they just made her sound like a mad woman, you know, during those scenes. Yeah. But well, like that's it, and you understand why, like for sure, because how she was brought up, the tales, the like all of that, like it makes sense. But like that's our biggest complaint and that's really not that's being as nitpicky as you can be.
4: Yeah, Man. for like 90% of the movie, they were like trying to play it off like oh she's being naive. Like of course World War 1 doesn't boil down to just one dude behind everything. And then it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, that we'll that's my that. problem is that it it feels like they pulled the rug out of what could have been a really cool, impactful, meaningful ending and then they were like nope super villain the whole time man yeah that's the worst part about it and that's what
2: can i think that's what really killed that movie like once we got to that that speech where you're just like no like mankind just isn't it's so much free will and options and emotions and everything like we can't control each other we can't control ourselves sometimes and it's so unfortunate but that's like the reality and it's like wow that would have that would have really hit home and it's like no, no, it's just blaming it on the villain. Like that's yeah, just, yeah we're all good. We're all good. People. I
4: really liked Steve Trevor's point of like, yeah, we're not perfect, and maybe that's because we don't have anyone to show us how to be better. There and you go, maybe you could be that for us, Diana. And I was like, that's great. And that's then, beautiful. He's actually showed up. Yeah, yeah. great,
3: great acting by Chris Pine in this movie because oh, you feel yeah. his oh, desperation. Yeah. Like he's just broken by war in this and movie kicked and
4: Gal Gadot in that scene when she's yeah. just like oh my god you people are all the worst like, yeah you're just as bad as everyone in Themyscira said mm-hmm. and she's crushed because
2: mm-hmm. she had hope and her hopes and beliefs are taken away Cameron has a really good point about this I don't know if he's gonna bring it up now or the next one but like the, her whole arc was very interesting in this one um, and it does feel like there could have been more before it and you know more after it and i kind of feel like it's unfortunate like this is the most we get out of her so far uh 19 and not to go dip too far into 84 but that did nothing for her character yeah um and we really don't have another a pre-movie to show like you know what she was we get her you know her upbringing and whatnot but that's really not defining her beginning and if she had like a dark moment like her younger you know in your 20s you go through some stuff like it's kind of like it sucks and it's the harsh and whatnot. it feels like at that age like if she had some sort of brutal like thing she had to overcome and then she has her beliefs and then loses them like there there was a whole thing they could have done with this woman and they just missed it because they rushed everything and it all comes down to rushing this whole entire Snyder saga we got this movie
3: Kind of so least, I think yeah yeah. Right. yeah we should appreciate that and Whoosh. also i want to bring up the fact like how respectfully they they shot her and everything like even the i was rooting for her and steve trevor to hook up in this movie i wanted yeah. them to be a thing you know and that's how you they had good chemistry yes. yeah man the and, sex scene was was so well
2: executed like such yeah. an elegant like you know they're gonna bang right now but just like Man, that was sly, man. That was sexy. That was like You don't cute. have to that show was, anything. Like, you don't know, have to do anything like, about it. Yeah. And it's not
4: just because, like, you are hot. I am hot. Let us bang. Yeah. it's just like, how they, you know, they exactly actually like care for each other. They, and they've, they've learned built it up. about each other over the last, like, however long, like, a week or two. Yeah. Uh, maybe but, even uh, Like, yeah. And yeah.
3: then, you know, you, you compare that to the bathtub scene in BVS. I'm We're in the s- tub now. <laughs> Yeah, they have, like, two seconds of dialogue, and then he gets in there in his shoes and his clothes. Doesn't even take his wallet or his cell phone out. He just gets in the water with her.
0: You just know he... that his heat vision can uh, can try those things at a low temperature. He can definitely make sure everything gets dry. <laughs> Probably. But I do want to, before I... we continue.
3: Like, Cut to him shirtless making the rubber eggs why
0: do you want to complain yeah. about that though? Yeah, no one's see, complaining, about it. No one's complaining it. about it actually that's yeah. the best scene in the whole movie <laughs> yeah. but before we do continue I know Brandon did want to say something I saw him wanting to say something earlier
1: I forgot damn yeah. right. everyone been talking and I just yeah <laughs> <laughs> we rolled with it well I mean okay
2: is there anything in the movie um, we'll go around the room here um, that you would Change about it, or would have liked to see more of, or you know, what 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 could have fixed some things or made things better for you as a viewer? Jesse
3: ending with the uh, Ares, yeah. I would have saved, I would have saved Ares for the third movie as like the villain that's been pulling the strings the whole time. And had like so, a big reveal. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess I could I could jump into it now. I was gonna save it for eighty four, but I could just reiterate it there just because it makes more sense there. But it's okay. So we did get. Uh, Zack Snyder like tweeted out a picture of Wonder Woman in the 1884 like Crimean War and on it's got like this full crazy photo of different types of soldiers one is from Africa or a couple or I think one is North African one is like from East Africa uh, there's a samurai a Scottishman and like a, co- a couple others and she's got like a few severed heads there and the Crimean War is just like a much like nastier, not necessarily nastier, but it's like a it definitely a war for different reasons. World World War One was like my friends are bigger than yours. Uh, it was, I guess, worse. Intentions were in that one, and with that would have been the interest interesting origin for Diana because have her be introduced there, and you know she goes through all these things thinking, oh, it's Aries the whole time here potentially. And even changing it where, you know, instead of Chris Pine uh, as like Steve Trevor, having them come there first to the island, it's some other dude. And he's supposed to be like her Steve Trevor, but instead he is the one that betrays her. And it's like, oh, sorry, we're just all kind of like this. And yeah, Ares is still pulling the strings the whole time. You throw in like a villain or two in here that uh, are, they're not necessarily like Aries big, but they're still something. And it is the, it's the, her, the shattering of her hope, of her like belief in mankind and it leaves her soured and then just come go from 1884 to 1917 she meets Steve Trevor and she goes through this here and then you could see either you have more of Ares in here and you have him jump in or you still save him for the third one but like at least in terms of war it kind of works and because I feel like if you do the third one being modern being war it can get a little too politicized I guess for modern times when you think about it but like uh at least in this era, you're a little bit more free to do whatever you want. And that's when she regains her hope in humanity. And, you know, that have that whole speech with Steven stuff. So the only thing you'd really move there is like the origin and that's about it. And then you do that third film that's modern and have like, you know, Doctor Psycho, Giganta, stuff like that, like have oh, yeah. a good time there. But, oh, forget about giganta I yeah she has her. interesting rogues that like they could totally utilize um yeah. but like i said we're trying to straight we're not going to jump into 84 here just because we'll be doing that one in like a few months or so but yeah mm-hmm. just thinking about that and how this honestly would have worked as a perfect middle ground like middle movie uh, i think would have been great
2: yeah like yeah exactly um and once you were, you know, we were talking before the show and you were giving me your whole I- idea on this, and I totally agree because it would have just added more to her arc. And I think, you know, if this universe was going to continue, um, which at that point it was going to, they should have done more to like develop. And, and this is the same complaints about BVS and Man of Steel. We, should, we needed more development. Um, we really weren't given a taste for them to do this whole thing. And jumping into Justice League so quickly is like, it, it, it doesn't make sense because. You know when you have the hero arise at the same time that the villain arises that's just like a recipe for disaster it's like too convenient you know um one needs to exist before the other and like batman fighting street criminals before he fights man bat and like all this crazy space you know cosmic epic stuff from dark side we needed something you know uh superman facing small stuff as he and he grows into bigger things um but like with wonder woman we're just like you could have done this whole thing to like make her a warrior and really broken her a bit and then given her hope and then broke her again and then you know then 1984 uh, it it could have been like yeah there's a reason why she seems like she doesn't exist because she's been through so much but here it's like you know you disappear for a hundred years because your heart's broken like girl like get some ice cream get up and like get going you know like it's just not it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't it's not doesn't resonate uh big enough for me to like Like, okay this girl who is immortal you know and she's now in the world of man met one dude and heads over heel for him for
3: a month and a half and just disappeared for a hundred years after that like
2: I just don't buy it
3: Wonder Um, Woman in this movie is great it's the rest of the universe what they do with Wonder Woman that I can't stand in mm -hmm. DC Yeah, it um, just ruins everything in this about this movie. Yeah, because this was this would have been an interesting starting point
2: to say the truth. What if it wasn't Man of Steel? What yeah. if it was Wonder Woman? Uh, Actually, this would have been yeah, this would have been really good. It, it's timeline wise, it would have been very interesting to see him go that far back and, and maybe even develop into the JSA after this and they could have done for a bit.
3: They could have made it that Superman was the one who inspired her to, who inspired her to come back out of hiding. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. That would have been the symbol of hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like, wow, there are more people like me on here and everything. And it would have set a better tone for Man of Steel because you get this bright, colorful, hopeful movie. And then, you know, that's kicks off this universe. And then, you know, Superman comes and Superman comes along. And then he has that same sort of tone with Patty Jenkins writing and directing it instead of, uh, you you know, Well, also,
2: that whole line with Steve Trevor of him being like, you know, you could give him hope and then she could have, you know, maybe not known how to do that, but then seeing Superman, she could have remembered that and been like, I'm here to give people hope. That's what I need to do. And then she goes out and just does just that. Um, Actually,
3: I'm going to change that in my my notes. (laughs) What if I wrote the DCEU video? The Wonder Woman's (sighs) coming first now. Um,
4: She could even say something to him like, you're the first man since, like, a guy I knew 70 years ago yeah. to inspire me to help people
2: yeah something exactly. something like that i'm well, sure
4: someone could ra- phrase it better what what would you change
2: what, what was your uh big change you wanted james uh
4: same with the ending uh, I i kind of mentioned during the commentary last night that you uh, you could kind of hack off this last like half hour of the movie because I couldn't believe that the enti- the confrontation with Ares was that long.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and then the yeah. wind
4: down uh, afterward. Although that wasn't that long, uh, but I don't know. It's just I agree with you guys that Ares being such a huge villain for her, he didn't really need to be the the main villain in this movie. Like I don't know. It like m- most origin stories, you you can start small. Like mm-hmm. we mentioned, Iron Man last night, he just oh, yeah. his business partner Obadiah Stane who also wants to build, like, a, a war machine or whatever. And so I feel like they could have just had that great scene with Steve Trevor and her where he's like, we're not perfect. We need you to show us how to be better. And then, yeah, like, the, they already established the uh, Dr. Poison thing. It, like, this poison already exists. It already needs to be destroyed. Maybe have her help him try or try to help him on the plane and you know he's like we we can't divert it i can't like i can't put it down because it has like a 50 mile radius or whatever so he's like i don't know he knocks her out of the plane somehow he saves her the whole because he doesn't spawned, know she'll survive yeah and <laughs> and like he blows up the plane as she's like falling or whatever and she that shows her that like at least this one guy was willing to sacrifice himself to save so many people to save mm. me yeah Maybe like maybe humanity is worth it. And so she, she does have that, uh, you know, coming back from being disillusioned mm-hmm. within the same movie. And if they really, really did want to have Aries in this movie, I, I thought about this last night while we were watching, maybe have, have there be some revelation where Aries is like, I started this whole world war. i created millions and millions of deaths just to find you. Cause I knew you still existed. I knew Zeus hit the mascara. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't find you, so I needed to find some way to make you come to me. That would have been epic, I think, to have Ares engineer so much death just to find her. But they didn't. It was just like, nah, war's gonna war. You know, and then also, uh,
2: if they were smart, if they were really trying to build a universe here, they could have connected it to, like, um, them trying to recruit someone from earth as like one of the female furies and hmm. like Ares was like i have a warrior for you i'll find her and maybe we don't even know who he's talking to f- at first and then you at the end it's revealed like i failed you and then you see like dark side and granny goodness and you're just like yeah we'll find another oh. fury somewhere and when that blow your mind just like you can oh, have, be but, amazing. Oh,
4: yeah Ares one, was killing off all the other gods because
3: of uh, the yes. one god's told yep. one yeah. thing Darks if you're going to introduce Darkseid, he has to have his arms behind his back.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just Every standing introduction there. to
3: Darkseid, he's always had his arms behind his... Like, Look at his introduction to Superman the Animated Series when mm-hmm. you first see him. He's sitting there with his arms behind his back. And I just see the the cut the Snyder Cut trailers and everything, and he's like, "All I can't see Darkseid out at the front of a battlefield. He never... Whoa. He's not like like his
2: early forms, if you read Jack Kirby's Fourth World, he is like that warrior out there doing battles and everything until he becomes powerful enough and turns into Darkseid.
3: I get that, but it looks like they're going for, like, he's coming down and doing his dirty work in this movie. I'm just like... I guess like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah
2: they want to yeah. be Thanos in that sense. It just didn't work. Yeah. yeah, if that makes me...
3: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to, to say.
2: What about you, Brandon? What What's the big change you'd want in this movie?
1: The beginning and the ending? The beginning? <laughs> yes. Uh, my main reason is the continuity error. Like why she says she was in hiding when I know we're going to talk about it in 1984. She pops oh. up out of nowhere. There's no disclosed time of like, uh, when this movie takes place, rather it's just more of like kind of post BVS. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the thing is she's like apparently in hiding, but she's like popping up all over with 84 and in BVS. Apparently she's supposed to keep a low profile and all that. Um, uh, my thing with the beginning is mainly the continuity. Like it kind of, it just. I'm sorry, I can't unsee it. She's just like she's there. <laughs> oh, because she's like an archaeologist. I forget they show her job in the beginning too, right? Yeah, and yeah it does. yeah. 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 That's so true. it's it's kind of like so. Was she hiding from people, or is she kind of just like living her life? The other thing too is like this whole thing about like, you know, when to place her stories and all that. I honestly think, like, I do agree that this movie could have been, like, the, I guess you could say, second film of, like, a trilogy, but I'd almost go as far as making this the third film. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. not putting her in modern times until Justice League. Oh,
0: Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. It would definitely take place, I think, the the modern one would take place after Justice League, but what would be the... uh... I think
1: her first modern day appearance should have been Justice League, now that I'm thinking about it, because... She's been around for whoever knows how long. And it only makes sense to kind of like speak of her as like this almost like myth of a person that you don't know if they exist or not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of see her in passing like wonder because, you know, for instance, there's not a lot of documentation of World War One. Right. Because, of you know, what happened and technology. Yeah. How record changing was and everything and just think of it as like you know there's this one picture of this like mysterious warrior that showed up out of nowhere when really when realistically she was there and in- on the front lines and like behind everything to like you know help turn the tide yeah for instance i think that would have been cooler to kind of hint to her as being like this warrior no one knew about
0: yeah th- so, it would be yeah. definitely emphasizing the mythological like just having mythology there too yeah, yeah and just
1: like this like almost this like you know she's a demigod right
0: yeah, asking that. Yeah,
1: yes. this like demigod being that exists that no one knows who they really are, and I think that would have made for an awesome trilogy, where you have like other stuff going on before modern day superheroes are coming in, kind of like like a less famous Captain America, I guess you could say. I could see that. Yeah. For
0: where sure. would uh, a yeah. so you're saying this would be the third one? What would the other two be most likely?
1: I don't know yet. That's the thing. I honestly think. But this would be, like, her drop-off point. And then she does disappear for the hundred years. Yeah, I think a first movie, like, if we were to go about it real quick, a first movie would be, like, her introduced in some sort of... Maybe a Themiscarian movie. That's what I was going to say. I would say a a Themiscarian movie should have been the second film.
2: Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah,
1: because the first movie, you could use whichever plot you want that would get her into, like, the human world. Uh Uh-huh. You know, just... Whatever you need to get her out there, I'm pretty sure there'd be a way to figure it out. The second movie would be that you would learn... It's kind of like you... Uh, what's an example that did it? It's kind of like the Dread movie. I know it's a weird comparison, but the Dread movie kind of skips all origin stories across the board. The I'm talking about Carl Urban, not Sylvester Stallone. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that movie? Yeah. Uh, just to, just to go on a quick tangent, basically there was an original trilogy plan for the dread movies. There was oh, the wow. one we got with Carl Urban. The second one was going to be his origin movie. Oh, and the wow. third one was going to be, yeah, the third one was going to be about judge death. So oh, shit. they were going to introduce, they were going to not necessarily give you like a flashback story, but kind of <laughs> discuss his origins and all that and tie that into a second film. And I think doing that for Wonder Woman would have been pretty awesome, honestly. Because you yeah. get introduced to the character in the first movie. You see how she works or interacts with people and how she gets things done and works within the human world. And then the second movie, you have her in her home turf and have her in Themyscira and have some sort of conflict and that is where you hint at Hades behind or uh, Hades. That's where you hint at Ares being like the boogeyman kind of behind everything. Then in the third movie, you lead into Ares being the main bad guy, and on top of that, a reason why she would stay in the human world and not in Themyscira. Nice.
0: And then you could lead
1: into her into going to hi- lead into her whole thing about going into hiding. Then you have her emerge in some sort of Justice League or modern-day superhero movie.
2: You know, so the whole hiding thing—I hate how they phrase that by because by saying you're in hiding makes it seem like you're scared you're afraid you're just yeah. sheltering yourself off you're cut off from everything however if they would have just been like i stayed in the shadows i stayed in the background i went on a journey and maybe she was trying to figure out stuff from her past or she had a mission to like find traveling you know, around magic the world and, helping people well, traveling, yeah. well, helping people but just like, discovering more about the gods hunting down an artifact like trying to like you know find knowledge and she spent a hundred years trying to find like some sort of like power and just stopping background like demonic things going on but nobody knew she was doing it kind of like a hellboy type of thing you know something like that would work really well with her
1: that's what i was Um, saying you know like and it only the sorry to cut you off the thing is when you have her in like those movies kind of like in the past it kind of opens the door for telling whatever story you want because technically it already happened. It's kind of like a flashback thing, right? Mm -hmm. So you could do what you want. It doesn't matter what time and, you know, era you're in. You could just choose a setting, use that for your basis, and then develop your plot from there. You're not, Mm -hmm. you're not like locked in into a certain, you know what I mean? Like events happening or whatever. You could just do what you want. Yeah. And, and see, you know,
2: the whole Snyder, like, photo thing, I I, I I love it so much, but it makes me angry because, like, the first time she sees a man is, like, with Steve Trevor. And then, like, even implying there's a back history where she was in a war before all this is, like, no, that's – no, it doesn't work. <laughs> like I'm, that, that's I'm so just going to cool. say it. Like,
1: yeah. I said it on the commentary. Zack Snyder would ruin a Wonder Woman movie if he made one.
0: Well, I mean, uh, he did – that's the thing, though. I, I do want to point out that he did have a good hand in writing this first film. I guarantee he didn't he write. Did, he was a third and, string writer, and he did. Shut up. He did not <laughs> have any hand in '84. I do want to point okay. that out. Oh, okay. Let me maybe, let me
1: let me just yeah. say something. I don't give a fuck if his name is on this movie. I guarantee you, he was in that office for like 20 minutes, saying like, "Yeah, this is how we're gonna tie it into this," and blah blah. blah. I guarantee hey you. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, he barely gave any input, but he still put his name on there so they could sell tickets.
0: Definitely, uh, give me that proof, and I'll maybe believe you.
1: I will go it. find. You know, I'm stubborn enough to go find that. Proof. Oh, you're I always will. stubborn. We always okay. Do so that.
3: while while Brandon's finding that, I would say that a cool th- a cool scene would have been if they are going to do the whole hiding thing and something to inspire her to come out again. They could have done if they did this this movie to um, kick off the whole universe. They would have her, like an ending scene, maybe an after credit scene. Ah, that's too Marvel. But maybe the ending scene is her in modern times and she sees and... Like, on her desk, she looks at a newspaper or something. I know it's, like, old. Nobody reads newspapers anymore. But maybe because she's old-fashioned still because she's so go. old. There you go. She yeah. reads the Daily Planet, and there's a picture of Superman on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, what like, a connection, yeah. Yeah, and, like, you know, it's just siding. like – Sighting. Like, it's you,
2: not even Superman. It's, like, a sighting, you know, of you're bizarre like almost or Almost like
3: his, his silhouette up, up with the sun shining behind him in the sky, and they don't really see him. You just see his cape in the air and everything. And she kind of just looks over at her costume that's sitting there and she hasn't and worn in years like... and it inspires her to put it back on. Uh-huh. That'd that the cool. age of superheroes yeah. is is begun.
4: It is bizarre that as we I guess have it currently, it's Batman who Convinces her to come out of hiding. Oh, that's another problem.
2: That's another problem. If you know, like in '84, if she is this like shadowy figure doing stuff, it's like, all right, Batman would have known about that, and he would have like followed her. He would have, you know, known. He would have had a file on her already in these modern times. Like that's that's the biggest again continuity error. Um, that they have it's just like okay Bruce would have figured this out he probably would have met up with all the heroes already if he's this old and at this point of his career like unless his career it's, was like 5-10 years and that was it but
3: it was so just, weird uh, too that he was so okay with her just showing up after he just spent the whole movie trying to kill Superman
2: oh yeah, well, that, that, yeah there's oh, yeah, everything huh?
3: wrong with that what? yeah he's yeah. just like oh I guess there's, an, there's like a female version of you okay I'm cool with that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: well the one thing I would have huh. changed in this film, aside from the ending, because I told you I'm in agreement 100% with all that and the whole 100-year vacancy thing.
1: sex Snyder didn't write the screenplay. I found it. Ooh! Can you send uh. it to me? Yeah, it's right. It's, <laughs> it, it's he's not credited on screenplay. He helped discuss the story, but he is not credited on screenplay. He's listed Ooh, as a producer. Yeah. Yeah. I've well,
3: got yeah, multiple I guess, like, articles the citing
2: creative, it. Creative input would have been like... Just suggesting things and seeing that they went in a certain direction, or maybe they what they could and couldn't do, setting boundaries in that sense. He probably came true, up yeah. with the worst parts yeah. of the movie. <laughs> well, not no, not even that. Like really it's just being Danny. like. It would have just been like, all right, well, we can't reveal this because the studio doesn't know if we're going to go forward with this, but this is what I have established. It needs to hint to this. He probably was like, you guys need to include this photograph. That was probably his input, just being like, all right, you got to claim this photograph I have.
4: And that's the weird thing for me is that putting that photograph in the beginning chronologically places this movie after Batman v Superman. So, and I guess before Justice League, so... Yeah. And like at the very end of the movie, she goes off flying somewhere to stop crime, I guess. And I don't know. It's just really weird that 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 means that like Batman's the only person really who just like got her to go out and be a hero again. and That's really weird to me.
0: Oh, well, I mean, wow. also, the. I mean, originally it wasn't even going to be that photo. That's the whole thing. It was going to be the Chameleon photo. And Petty Jenkins had it changed to the World War One photo. So that was actually... I guess uh, just to really meet the whole, um,
2: the origin story. And then, again, it's like, you know, fans don't want to have it straight. I bet if they would have strayed away from that origin story, it was like one of those things. It's like, you know, we really want to do this. But think about the lashback. If we don't do the whole, she was in... The world war and stuff like that, being discovered, and Steve Trevor. And I think that's like really what they want to do is get Wonder Woman, honestly. And maybe it was the right move getting Wonder Woman down right first. And then, mm-hmm. let's you know, maybe in future
1: movies, let's do that Sumerian thought, let's do like all these you, other types of things. You know what, you know what this movie feels like, honestly, hmm. in my opinion, this movie feels like they're like, we're gonna try to tell a story that's completely separate from everything else, and depending how it does. We're going to leave it open for a sequel. And for whatever reason, if it's not successful, then we still have something to work with and can continue another story. Yeah. I, I much rather It feels very standalone. Modern,
3: yeah. And I, I much rather would have had them do a modern day thing for the sequel because I really do want to see how she functions in, in the modern times and maybe do like flashbacks and different stories of her fighting in like earlier battles.
2: Oh man, uh, what's his face? Um, Heinberg. he wrote The O.C. The O.C.'s badass. That was a good show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know this is like, I don't uh, know how they would fit but, this
4: in, but I can only imagine basically doing the scene from X-Men Origins Wolverine where he's just like, Fighting through wars through time. And oh just do that with right, Woman. Mm-hmm. that would
2: have been cool. As hell but, uh, that would have been a great introduction. Oh, he basically
0: uh, still created um, this movie. Okay, I read these articles. Yeah, he's still had a big hand in this. All, yeah. All right, yeah. just stop not the actual. No, 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 no but I shut mean, up. Story, Something story.
2: like the story. I, I didn't realize he had that much
0: development within the story. Yeah, that's though, actually like... more than I thought he had on there before. Yeah. This actually just makes. Like,
1: <laughs> that should just for me. But that should just tell you though, like. Just because he had a hand in the story, for all we know, he could have been like, "We needed to tie into this or whatever." What I'm well, no, trying to say is, he had no writer... hand. What I'm trying to say is, he had no hand in the screenplay. Oh, the actual, the actual writing like the actual of the film, s- writing of it. No, but yes. yeah, the story. I guarantee the destruction... you. I guarantee you, if like... he, if he was involved with that, it would have not been good.
2: Did how much involvement did he have in the BVS and Man of Steel screenplays? He wrote them. Oh yeah. well, no! That was, uh, yes,
0: David Goyer and Chris, and then it switched to Chris Terrio. Uh, yeah. He had worked with them, but they were the primary writers. So uh, he did story film. for that
2: one too, and then they did the writing though.
4: Yeah. So he actually so hasn't written any. Of whole input was just like, "You have to make a movie to explain this photo because I put it in my movie." I honestly like, don't think
1: it was just like that. I honestly. Oh, I know. Think it was Sorry, he wrote, He wrote Sucker Punch. <laughs> Oh, he see? <laughs> so
2: he, I think he's just been story development and like, you know, storyboarding uh, ideas and
1: I'll, all these other people right, writing it. All right. I'll say, it, you able... know, I was going to say, ahead, I right. never discussed the other problem I had with the movie.
2: Oh, <laughs> all all right, right. go, go uh, for it. Do that. I was going
1: to say the ending, like all of us. I was just oh, going to yeah, say, honestly, yeah. you should have just had a, a smaller villain than Ares. And you could literally feel the moment she kills that. Is he like a general or something? yeah Aries? yeah yeah he's like a yeah. Yeah, he's a british dude.
0: he's a british high command no the german dude that she killed oh yeah and he's uh yeah he's also like high german general
1: he's yeah. like a giant they should have just ended it there and then you could literally feel the moment the producers were like all right attach mm-hmm. this to the movie now yeah and because get this like, like a giant extension. get this giant like superhero fight at the end which like again the mustache is like the worst part about that scene and then, like, nah. oh,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> the mustache isn't the worst part of that scene. The thing is, that mustache dates back to him in like Greek days. Still, yeah, and it never changed. That's yeah. The I, part make any sense. About I think that. I
0: think that mustache works if he's a British general. Yes. It does yes. not work if he's a yes. Greek god. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I'm uh, very. Is this the disguise? I don't really know what's happening here. again, scene. it's just
1: one She's of those just, things. The ending was just so bad in a way. Like it's just. It just shifts into this tone. It's a tonal shift. You can literally feel it. Like, you not only see it. Okay. You You know
2: what? Zack Snyder had a part in the photograph and in the ending. I will say that because that whole tank scene scene said Zack Snyder all over. The entire fight said Zack Snyder. It's a tonal
1: shift. What I say by that, again, you literally are amazed the whole movie. You're like, this is a damn good film. And the moment that scene kicks in, it's like this rush. It felt like the doomsday fight. It, yeah. Not just yeah. It, it did, and on top of that, you get this rush of a different feeling. Like genuinely sit there and watch the movie, and the moment like that a different scene movie. comes in, it's a completely different movie. It changes completely. You, you get that you last feel scene that with DCEU like shit coming through. Sink in, yeah. yeah. And that's like that's an example of too many cooks in the kitchen, too many producers that don't know how to make movies and only see dollar signs getting involved. Because that right that scene right there, the one of the worst parts about it, shows you that they had no idea how this movie was gonna do. And they're like, Shit, let's just get the big ass fight out of the way. So just in case we don't make another one, we still got it there. And we got plenty of other villains to use if it doesn't work. Get an action
3: figure out of it with yeah. A suit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And and Oh, sorry,
1: Brandon, keep going. That's it. That's that's just basically like my two main problems with it and, and that's all.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to say, DC has this tendency, since they've tried to do their shared universe of, sorry for the lack of a better expression, but blowing their load too early with their villains. They use the big villains way too soon. They don't, like, look, we already got Doomsday in the second Superman movie. You know, we... We're already. Yeah, we're already getting Darkseid in the first Justice League movie. We already got Ares in the first Wonder Woman movie. They have this tendency to go for these things too quickly instead of building to them. Like, I want to know this universe more before we get to these big villains. You know, I didn't. Wa- um, I wouldn't want to see Thanos in the first Avengers movie. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I Unless it's that. like
4: a little tease,
2: maybe. Except yeah, we do get him at the Avengers movie. Well, yeah. No. No. <laughs> like, I, I like. Great. I like. The tease, yeah, but not like yeah. a full frontal attack and fight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, and even just getting hinting of Aries and being oh, like, oh man, Aries is the next one. It's a, it's yeah. too big for the first one. Like just the whole knowing that he's out there is enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that's maybe what she was hunting down. She knew it was Aries, and she felt it still even after all this. And that's what she's hunting in yeah. the background, and that's what's revealed and stuff like that. Um, yes, I will say the one thing I would change about the film. Besides what was said. I haven't gotten to say it yet. Needed the purple healing rays. We needed the oh, need, purple I, I healing I should have known you were going to do it. Purple healing there. rays, man. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted to see. Just give me the purple healing rays in mascara. You want to like,
0: explain to P- mo- people? Or- I'm going to tell you, Brandon. Yeah, most people won't. Here, yeah, right? see, explain it for James and other people that are like,
2: huh? So mascara <laughs> is actually a very technologically advanced. It, it's kind of like the Wak- Wakanda of uh the dcu because it's a separated like island um it's not they it's kind of a mix between the whole greek aesthetic that we see in the film and that you know luscious wonderful land and everything but also they have like technology and they have these bitchin ass like huge purple healing rays that like you just lay in a bed and they just shine this purple healing ray on you and you're like good and it does all this magical stuff and they're really into magic and
4: everything. That's a huge part of our universe. And huh, I th- wonder why they didn't do that instead of the healing pool that they put uh Steven, right? Because Steve. you Other get they have, have like a naked that one crisp pine. dick thing. <laughs> and yeah. then also
0: like uh I mean, straight they, they I think they were still kind of relatively keeping it grounded but also mm. emphasizing ancient Greece over anything else. Like you keep yeah. that mythological uh theme going for the you most know, part. That could be another I just big want Snyder the input. Don't don't bad, w- oh, don't worry, more. Danny. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, don't worry. God. <sighs> that movie. You know, uh, that could have been another
2: Snyder input, too. You know, being like, all right, we're keeping with this whole, like, got, Snyder does the whole, you know, these are gods type of thing. And maybe that's how he was trying to, like, define her as the Greek goddess. Um and that's where we stuck to like that more grounded, like let's date, date it back and keep it very grounded in this era of like history for this land. Um so I could I, I could see him pitching that to like mix with this whole theological thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: But um, I mean other than that, I don't I don't even know what to say about the movie. Like her costume was bitching, she kicked ass, like the combat talked, itself. I do want to say like the scenes, like I will say though, those oh, scenes yeah.
0: Uh, I believe for this one, uh, they did incorporate a lot of Snyder's crew, especially, like, the ones that would normally do the type of stunts that would be for, like, the slow-mo and things like that that you would normally see in previous movies, like, kind of, in ways, Man of Steel 300, uh, Watchmen, things like that. You do get that same feel and style from it, and it works so well in this. Um, Like, every... If you guys remember, of course, the scene when she's going through, after they get through the trenches... They get to the town, and she goes into the building. And the amount of insane moves to the point where she, like, knees a guy out of a window is just so superb. Like, you gotta love every way that was shot and just the visual effects behind it uh, utilizing all of that to the well,
1: fullest. We always we always said like all his action he's a good cameraman. He knows action. Like he's just not a good storyteller in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I mean I'm not, guy, not bringing no, that up you
0: are. <laughs> that,
1: that, I I I'm saying that's what we've talked about before that his scenes that involve action are are awesome and the guy knows how to film a good fight scene but So good. It's, yeah, it's know, that's all I'm saying. Rabbit. I'm not saying yeah. anything. Don't else, let him I'm direct the story. <laughs>
0: All right. That's not what I'm saying, though. I'm just saying. Oh, that's what portion. I'm saying. <laughs> I know. You wanted to put that in. I know. You had to get I, it I always will. So, like Poor that, Brandon.
2: W- that, that's what sucks, is that, like, you know, it's, it would have been interesting to see how, like, Snyder would have, like, will direct something that he has no other control other than, like, the camera movements and, like, some directable stuff. Like, you know, not having him in the edits or involved with a lot of the story i bet we all these films would have been insanely like astonishing um because he has like all the right elements they just he just didn't they just didn't mix well together and that's like all all the warner brothers stuff you know and that's a combination that's also like like i said the the rushing and yeah exactly like it's it it has everything great that you want it's just it it, they all just kind of miss the board a little bit um but this one man those even the pacing on these action scenes. Um, I always think of Frank Miller whenever I think of like action pacing, because he's just his early stuff, his Wolverine and everything was just so well done, done so well in the like panel to panel, like movements that that's what this movie reminded me of. The, the entire fight scene you're talking about is just so well shot. And we were saying it last night, like it felt like panel to panel, action and it, it, it was the best we've ever
3: seen it for sure. And this movie's pace paced really well because it, it's not like when we were watching BVS where it felt like my entire life was flashing before my eyes. Cause it took so long. This movie feels very, very quick and that's a good thing because you're enjoying it so much and it flows together so well that you're enjoying it. You didn't care that she didn't get her costume until like an hour in because you're enjoying mm-hmm. her on this journey. That's growing. how much she
2: captivates you.
3: Yeah. Right. And can I do my little rant or tangent? Not a really... A, I guess it's kind of a rant or tangent
0: here. Uh, can you keep it non-peaking? Yes. Okay.
3: Well, go <laughs> okay.
0: So, okay.
3: I, you know, I love strong female characters that can pull their own weight and everything. Ellen Ripley... Sarah Connor, Princess Leia. Those are all great examples of, you know, some awesome characters. And I know that there's been a huge push in movies to try to make more, you know, strong female leads in movies these days. And it seems like their writer's answer to that in Hollywood in general has been, let's just make these women as bitchy and unlikable as possible and then that makes a strong female character. I don't want to watch a movie with a guy who's a huge meathead acting like an asshole to everybody for 2 hours. Why would I yeah. want to watch a wo- why would I want to watch a woman being that way on screen too? And I was really happy with, you know, cuz we have gotten some great examples like Marvel with Black Widow and everything. I think that she's a great character, Scarlet Witch is a great character, but for every one of those characters you have, Rey You have Captain Marvel and you have, you know, these other characters that are just not likable because the writers think that they need to be these, you know, unlikable characters and Wonder Woman to me just nailed a strong female character so well by making you respect her by making her likable. By making her actually have an arc. She's not a Mary Sue. She's not perfect from the beginning to the end. She's a human three-dimensional character. And I think that's why this movie works so well. And I think it should be an example to the rest of the writers in Hollywood. That's how you do a female heroine. A female oh, a strong female that. character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I will yes. say
0: too, um, like we luck up we look up to her. Like, yeah, exactly. she's inspirational. Yep. And I also right. want to point out too. actually James and I talked about this on one of our side talk episodes uh, when we talked about a primary example of it being done amazingly, like top tier pinnacle. And it's the season two of the boys with mm-hmm. the actual line girls get it done. And you're like, you know, they really do. And you're like it, that. If you ever watch that show, that is a perfect example, just like this movie of like, this is this is ama- this is an amazing way to do it. Everyone's flawed, everyone does their thing, but it it's just done so naturally. That's the whole thing that I think that's the exactly. thing everyone misses the point. It's not done naturally. They always think of not the actual character, not the person, not the personality, but just what's on the outside, which ironically enough is always what everyone says the opposite in real life where it's like, it only matters on what's on the inside. And then in the movies, everyone's like, it's only the matter of the outside. You got to see the outside, huh? Huh? And it's like, how "Uh, will you
4: know what it means? Unless you can see it like at first glance, I can't hear that. I'm
0: sniffing corkane. I'm an exec man. It's like that, you know,
3: that that kind of thing. It's so good. One of the best things about this movie too, is it doesn't feel like it's pandering. Like so much Mm -hmm. media these days feels like it's just trying to pander To get the Twitter mob, you know, to make the Twitter mob happy. It feels natural. I totally believe that there is a Native American guy in Europe helping them fight the war and everything. I totally believe that these all feel like natural relationships and people that belong in this world. And it's just – honestly, guys, there's more to just throwing – there's more to these – kind of stories and just diversity for the sake of diversity you have yeah. to put some effort yeah. in and yeah. this is a great yeah. example of that and it didn't feel yeah you're right it didn't feel forced at all I was just like mm. makes sense yeah. you
4: brought up the yeah. side characters and like I like pretty much all the side characters in yeah. this movie yeah. like I like the dude with the uh, the uh fez hat He and he's just like yeah not everyone wants to be a soldier I want to be an actor I love acting but here we I'm are the wrong color and yeah. I was like mm-hmm. oh wow that's a that's deep. Really that's direct amazing. way yeah. of saying it. That like, yeah, at that time, he unfortunately would not have had the opportunity to become a famous actor. Uh-uh. At least not in America. Yeah. He was Moroccan, um,
0: right? I think something I like guess that. So yeah. and, yeah. Yeah, and the Native yeah.
4: American guy. He's like, I'm here for work because that's this is the best I can get. And my only complaint, and it feels nitpicky, is that the I really like the Scottish dude. I like that he. You can see how tortured he is yes. as a sniper. He he has to see close up the people that he kills with his rifle. And he is messed up. Like, he's uh-huh. having night terrors. He, you know, during the bell tower scene, he couldn't take his shot because he's just like, I, I just can't. I can't do it right now. And my only complaint is that they kind of play him off as, like, the joke character. Because, like, oh, at, at, at the end when uh, they're all suiting up for, like, the last mission or whatever, uh, you know, the Scottish guy says, like, you know, I, I'm sorry I'm not much help to you or whatever. And Diana's like, oh, but who would make us laugh, though? And he's like, oh, okay. And it's supposed to be a sweet thing of, like, he he's the one who keeps everyone's spirits up. But it felt like it cut away from his, like, you know, being a tortured character and that, like, I feel like they could have leaned into that more. They just write like, him off as the and, comic
1: relief. Yeah. yeah right? And they could have
4: yeah. shown, like, I liked that at least for so – brief moments in this movie they do try to show the horrors of, of World War one with like oh yeah you know, experimenting with chemical warfare and like at one mm-hmm. point uh, Diana's walking through the battlefield and there's a dude with her, his leg blown off yeah and she's like that man needs help like why why are we are we not helping him and he's like we can't do anything for him and I just I don't know that's again it feels nitpicky but it feels really weird to me that they chose the most tortured character to be the joke guy.
2: Well, also, maybe that's yeah. why. It's like, this guy is the most tortured one. That's, like, his way of just, like, escaping what he's coping. going through, too. Yeah, coping. Yeah. Just, like, he finds, yeah. like, the comedic aspect. He knows he's the, probably the clown of it, but that's how he finds, like, relief, too. Um, which I could be sold on. You know, a lot of people in pain. I mean, look at comedians in general. I was about to like, say, look
0: at modern-day comedians and yeah, depression's the depressions,
2: they deal. <laughs> yeah, like, they're the ones that are kind of the most pain and the most frustrated and angry and depressed. And... There True. you wouldn't expect that either, but I, I see it, your point for sure. Like I'm not like disregarding that, um, but that no, could be it. the explanation behind it, I suppose.
3: And what James was saying reminds me of another trope that I, I see a lot these days: is that they feel like if a lot of writers feel like if you're gonna to make a strong woman, you have to have all the guys in the movie be just complete morons or just overtly sexist. Like you know, I remember that in the new Jurassic Park movie, they're just like, "Oh, you brought a woman with you," or whatever. In this movie, it, it it honestly it diminishes how sexism really. I, I'm i a guy, so I'm dude. It diminishes I love the scene sexism where she walks in real the, life. Yeah, she walks into the war
4: uh, room, and it, all the yeah. stuffy British dudes are like, "Oh my god, a woman! Is yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. and it's but it it's, feels that's pl- yeah it, that's played as a joke is like yeah that's ridiculous yeah yeah mm-hmm.
3: and, but it feels natural because of the way mm-hmm. the world is set up and everything and they didn't have to demean any of the people the men on her team or anything they were all part of this terrible situation and trying to help each other through it it feels yeah. real yeah yeah exactly
2: mm-hmm. um Definitely. Man, so I mean, it's it, see that that's crazy how nitpicky we have to get with this one. We all have to really dig, and we all have to really like find like every little loophole to be like, you know, there. That's the problem, you know, and that's how
0: that's the problem we, we have with this movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's too <laughs> good, it's too damn good. Um, but you know, it's a it's a great first Wonder Woman, uh, live action film, especially for the modern day. We haven't had one since Linda Carter. And before that, all we had was the Justice League Wonder Woman, which is a fabulous oh rep- my God, uh, oh, representation yeah. of her. There's no doubt that that's just like that whole anime series. There's that's the pinnacle. You know what I mean? That's that's the ideal thing that we all base it off of. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any other thoughts about Wonder Woman? Any other like? I I, I don't know how much more we could say about the ending about continuity. I mean, we're, there's three things we pick on with this whole movie: the the ending. You know, maybe it could have been a second film to introduce the universe a bit more. Um, and just the way they handled some character aspects. And it's really just Ares that we're talking about at that point. Yeah. Um, But other than that, man, f- almost flawless, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Like, I was very sold. And I it was kind of one of the films, kind of like Aquaman. I was like, how... Hey, you can. It's fucking be alright. If anything, you know, if they couldn't nail Batman and Superman, how are they gonna nail this? But man, it feels like they were just like, okay, guys, these are all kind of goofy characters. We have to show why they're amazing, and they really sought that out and pulled out those great things that define these characters and why we love them so much.
3: Yeah, if I this script was them. actually rewritten a couple times for the. Yeah,
0: like this is fired on like three times. Like you get this, and then you get Aquaman, and then you get Shazam, and you're just like having a great time through all mm-hmm. three of these movies. Which we'll get I to forgot eventually. Shazam
1: existed, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's good. It's a good yeah. Thing. No, I, I, I did I did I see that with you, soul. Comrade? Uh, we I don't
0: know anymore. You know, again Shazam, know Shazam
2: was another movie I saw it once in theaters, and then you know I was like cleaning my apartment like a year ago during COVID when it first started, and I was like, yeah, you do i want to throw on Shazam. It happens to be streaming right now. It's never streaming, and then I
0: watched it again. And I was like, yeah, it's still a good movie. I never um, thought that'd be
1: a fun oh, wait. movie we yeah. did we did see
0: okay we did see it together we did we, yeah, we did time. okay yeah. i remember
1: sitting there going like why is this movie pretty good and like, <laughs> right said, like, yeah i was yeah. like yeah. shazam of all characters? you would have said the
0: same thing if you came to we, we came with me to aquaman i'm just saying man but uh, anyway we, we're not gonna talk well, about that we, but we will in april <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah we <laughs> we're gonna
1: we're gonna get into it
0: yeah so this has been the cut of steel episode four and last week actually uh we put out Suicide Squad this week, you'll find this film. Next week will be the Wheed and Justice League movie. And we will have all those out and ready for you before Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out, which we will do. Uh but there'll be like kind of like a week in between, a week after, and we'll take a little bit of a break, of course, just because I'm kind of, be honest, we're a little all DC'd out a little bit, so we need a break Dude, just until I we get little, back with Aquaman. Uh, uh, well, I know honestly, it's also the combo of this, the commentaries, and I know you guys too have been doing all those comic book episodes so you guys are kind of getting real fatigued
1: here. <laughs> Not just that, I thought Future State was going to be like my last, like, you know, Last like foray into DC stuff, and that got exhausting after a while too. That's why so many of them. That's why a... I haven't touched it. I'm, dude, gonna I, say, I'm a month behind. I I'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna wait till I'm itching and craving for DC again before I pick up another <sighs> DC book, dude. I... I was
1: some were like really good, and some just like exhausted me even more. And I was like, oh my god, why did I even read yeah. this? Find well, out. To... um uh, Find my reviews on third planet, news. Uh, third, yeah, planet. third planet News. Yeah. Speaking of which,
0: guys, uh, Danny, where can we find you, and where can we find Third Planet from the Black Hole and stuff? Uh, you can find Third Planet from the Black Hole at. Good stuff. Www. So you can check out Apollo City Comics on YouTube. <laughs> oh and... Shut up, Ray. Danny, say it. Just... Danny, what were you going to say?
3: <laughs> you can check out Third Planet from the Black Hole at www third planet dot news and you can also find me at www.dannybenson.com where i have links to all my social media
0: and my personal blog awesome nice and brandon's where can people find you in your apollo city comics podcast anywhere that podcast streams. you can also YouTube. check me
3: out at twitter <laughs> at danny <laughs> Defense and three yeah. underscore. If you oh want to cut God. off Danny
2: the way he cuts us off, go ahead and tweet him, at, What was your Twitter? Day?
3: I don't even remember. It's like <laughs> at Defense and three underscore or something like that. Um. Yeah. Check us out. We we
2: have a uh, we have some short segments. We uh, have, what am I trying to say? We're Policy trying to talk about well. our new our new uh, episode. Called yeah. uh, what do we call it backlog (laughs) backlog breakout and you can check out short segments we have uh, commentaries of all sorts on comic books um, really breaking things down to make it easier for you to get into the comic book universe for all this convoluted messy mess that we devote our lives to Um, check us out on Instagram we post stuff and our collections on there and you can view all of our videos on Instagram and on YouTube Um, hit us up let us know what you want us to go over
0: yeah. And sorry about that, Brandon was stabbed with the needles, so he's he's a little out of it right now. Yeah. <laughs> let me all, uh, let me also
1: say that we're trying to get into uh, other stuff as well. We are now not only streaming on all pretty much all podcast platforms for, you know, whatever kind of episode we do. We also have YouTube videos that are helping not only give you, I guess, free access to the podcast, but also a visual analysis of the comics now. Yes. Uh, we're starting to break into some video stuff and, you know... So for some people who want to just listen or some people that want to actually watch the analysis we're go- we're trying to do more of that and uh, you could also in the near future catch some of our streaming because we're going to try to get into game streaming as well. Yeah, check out our uh, Twitch Apollo City Comics. Yeah.
0: Also, when you do look at their uh, comic reviews uh, with the with the videos, you will see sometimes they do get pizza sauce on some of the pages. It's pretty good, um, and they will they will yeah. eat it off. They you could uh, of you can
1: find the breakdowns at the Apollo City uh, <laughs> page, and then you could see you could follow my I guess uh, reviews slash complaints at thirdplanet.news.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: James, where can people find you?
4: Uh, my screen name pretty much anywhere is at invader one two four
0: gotcha and you can all find me on twitter at gogo and of course if you're listening to this that means you're already at sutra side talk but if you want to help out that channel of course you know give us five stars uh like us uh share us with your friends and family whatnot uh just you know support us on social media you can find us at sutra side talk on twitter and instagram and of course, check out our other shows, like James and I's, where uh, we talk about games, movie, and TV show news weekly on Super Side Talk. Uh, Brandon and I, where we talk about a movie, uh, a couple movies a month, usually a specific theme, which uh, you're listening to this, we're about to get into March, and we're doing Miyazaki. Yeah, so that's boy. gonna be really fun. And also, Danny and I have been doing Godzilla videos, so we're doing reviews there on his site, through Planet from the Black Hole. And then I also have Up To It, Down To It, where uh, me and some college friends will take a random topic, jump into it, and go off the rails completely and go insane. Uh, but that has been The Cut of Steel, guys. We will catch you all next week with Whedon's Justice League. No, no, no. That's your solo episode. We already distinguished it. Oh, that's <laughs> right. yeah, showing
2: yeah. up for that one.
0: But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, catch you all Wait. later. So long, everybody. <laughs> later. later.